0: Good laugh not die later on the road to the hundredth episode you already know the craziest the best podcast where you're gonna hear people cry laugh say stuff that they don't want to hear have low-key heavily recorded just because there's so many crazy shit said on the podcast the only podcast recorded from my phone and uh yeah give us a give us a five star you know keep keep this keep this momentum rhythm flow whatever going uh, the last episode I did was with uh, Carlos Cruz in his car in San Jose, and as people, as if you listen constantly, my my favorite thing about this podcast is where the fuck I'm live from. And today we're live from uh, like a plaza, yeah, a, a, something
1: something with. Uh, I don't know. I've never been in here before. We're in the heart of the tenderloin in San Francisco and we're in kind of like a market.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very it reminds you of Mexico, like a very like nice version of like what Mexico (laughs) is. But um yeah, my guest today is Ace, form of passion, breakaway. Yup, mutual mutual
1: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA, member FDSE. Yeah, I can't. uh, Mutually assured destruction. uh, It's a mouthful. MAD for short to make it easy. Is it from? uh, Did you get the song from Cattle Decapitation? A lot of people have asked that. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I don't really know where we got it from because a guitar player that's no longer in the band brought a list of names when we started out, and that was one of them. And we just ended up picking that one. But uh, I don't know if he got it from Cattle Decapitation or not I'm not sure It seems like a band he might have listened to But I'm not really 100% sure It just sounded cool Yeah. And honestly because a lot of bands that we drew influence from Had three letter names Or like three word names Like Only Living Witness, Life of Agony Sam Black Church I was like oh a three word name would probably make the most sense. So that's kind of how that came to be.
0: It's a pretty hard thing to pull off. Yeah? Yeah. You know. You know. Well, I mean it abbreviated it's MAD, which is kinda of sick. That yeah.
1: it works out, so we can put that on the merch and stuff. Like yeah. uh, especially for like when we make when people are making like hand drawn flyers, they they sometimes will opt for that because it's also a very long name. Yeah. yeah. So they are like, all right, I'm not putting this whole thing on there like a, it's
0: like a tongue twister. Cut exactly. low key. Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. I just be like, I'm gonna see Matt.
1: Yeah, Matt's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll
0: work. So you're someone who does the metal thing, mm-hmm. like, uh, and you actually like metal. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like just—I mean—you could tell, like, the way you perform, the the way uh, Matt is, the the essence of what the band is—very yep. metal. Um, you're in a straight edge hardcore band, mm-hmm. so there's so you definitely know your way around style and music and yep. alter- heavy culture, whatever. So let's talk about your childhood. How was your childhood?
1: My childhood. Um, well, I was born in Richmond, Virginia, in 1989. Um it's your '80s, yeah, technically, I'm an '80s baby. Uh, my my parents split like really early on, um, so my mom and I uh, lived like I don't remember them being together. My mom and I lived, uh, you know, in kind of like one part of the city, and I would see my dad like every other weekend and, and like some like some weekdays, and. Um, it was very like different lifestyles like you know my, my dad was a self-made guy he like, made like, a lot of money for himself and uh, he like lived like you know like had like nice cars nice house and stuff my mom uh, worked really hard but uh, we didn't have a kind of like we didn't have like that lifestyle like you know on like she and I side of things like I would go I drove by the the place we lived in when I was a kid, and um, you know it was like like a like a, like a few room house, and uh, it seemed so tiny like as an adult like you know like looking at it or, or whatever. Whereas like you know on my dad's side, uh, you know I, I lived in like big houses, like didn't didn't think of anything of like being at like a like a country club like all the time. Like I didn't like know any like like different. Um, so on like the on the needs side of things, like, you know, I had like a lot of needs met. Uh, but I, I kinda, only child? I'm an only child and I, I was gonna say like I kinda remember my childhood being like kinda lonely. Mm. Um I didn't really know that it was lonely, but like I spent a lot of time by myself and um I, you know, I had friends and stuff for sure but being a kid um i i got really into being like imaginative mm-hmm. like you know like, like playing with toys coming up with stories yeah you know yeah. like a lot of like uh having a you know i didn't have like a sibling i didn't have somebody there to like entertain me um
0: oh there's a difference between like having friends and like having like your childhood like. You know, like, cause I didn't have that. You know what I mean? I had like, you you like, you play with kids or right? whatever. You know how to socialize. Yeah. But like, I like, I, I could I could relate to that. Like, you know, you didn't have like. Like those kids that are like oh like well at least for me like that I that like you know all your life Or that like they were formative you know what I mean like yeah just, yeah I, get, I, I get. like
1: there was like people like there was like people that were like like my close homies and stuff but like it's like there's not really anybody in my life now that like I was like friends with when I was like that I can that I can remember off the top of my head Yeah, that I that I was like friends with when I was a kid and uh, you know I. What I you know what I remember? It's funny like I'm talking about it right now is my memory of being a kid was having a good time, but like by myself. Um, you know, I at school I like uh, always felt like a little bit like uh, ostracized. Like I I don't know if that was like by design or like that was like in my head or whatever. But, like, I was like you know kind of like an overweight, nerdy, dorky kid, like you know, and um I wasn't particularly good at sports at the time, uh but uh my dad uh really wanted me to like you know, my dad's a sports guy you know, he was like an all- american athlete was like, like an alpha dude, yeah, hundred
0: yeah, yeah.
1: percent yeah. and he like wanted me to like you know like like be like that too um so was there like a lot of like uh um Like
0: clashing between you guys Like you being a nerdy Like imaginative kid And like him being like Like was there like Was there ever a point Where like you just Made you feel less
1: Oh oh, I mean definitely You know and it's like It's like I love my dad Like you know today I've never not loved him But it was like as 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 a kid I think my dad I think it was one of the reasons He and my mom split I think my dad uh, Was not really ready To be a dad yet When I was born um, I think he still had like a little bit of growing up to do, um, and uh, and and when I was a kid, he saw me more as an extension of of his persona than kind of my own thing. And also, it's like I get it in certain regards. Like he wanted, he, like he had a, he wanted me to meet a standard, you know, wanted me to do good in school, wanted me to like take care of myself. And I would say honestly, most of the uh, practical things that I learned from him growing up are like what are like some of the better things that I know in my life now um, but you know it was like my dad was kind of more of like a boss uh, or it felt like he was more of like a boss than it felt like you know it was like a, like, a, like a family member it's kind of harsh to say because I do like care about him like a lot and he even called me today to tell me like how proud he is of me and like where I am in my life now but uh, as, as a kid it was tough because My parents had split, and my mom wanted, uh, I could do no wrong in my mom's eyes. I could come home and, like, have, like, shot somebody, and my mom would be like, well, that person probably deserved it, you know? Whereas, like, my dad, I felt like it was was the opposite. It was very critical. So there was a bit of a clash there, and both of them would admit that now.
0: Um, Would you say as a kid you were, like, uh, like spoiled selfish because you had, like, both parents, like, you know, you, I mean, you had your full attention from both parents.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was definitely, like, spoiled in, like, certain regards. I don't think I would call myself, like, selfish. Maybe, like, maybe in, like, some aspects. Or, like, as um, a kid. Yeah, 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 as a kid. I mean, when I got into, like, middle school, um, like, that was, like, peak, like, kind of, like, nerddom. And, like, you know, I, uh... I, like, was, like, you know, I was, like, really into, like, like, anime and, like, uh, like, I don't know, kind of, like, dorky music. I remember, like, checking out the stuff I, I liked at the time, um, fantasy stuff and, and, and everything, but, you know, through... I had, like, you know, I started making, like, good friends and and stuff at school, and I started playing football kind of, like, towards the end of my, like, elementary school and into middle school, Um, but I never particularly was, like, good at it, Um, you know, but it's, like, it's what my dad wanted me to play, Um, so, you know, I did that. I just remember kind of, like, that time period of my life being very... um, Again, I kind of remember a lot of time in my room. A lot of time going to the comic book store. I'd walk to a comic book store, like, not that far from my house, and, like, buy comics. And was um, your dad okay
0: with that? Like, I, mean, was I he,
1: like? I wasn't with him that much. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't have a problem with me doing that stuff. He just, there was no relation. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I mean, even even still, uh, as, as great of a man as he is, there's certain things that he, like, when my dad calls me now, he wants to talk about work. Like, how I'm doing at my job or whatever. If I talk about, I'm like, oh, I'm going on tour to, like, this festival. I'm playing in front of, like, this many thousands of people. I don't think it really, like, registers that much, you know, to him, you know?
0: I've learned that there's a difference between being a good man. Yeah. Being, like, a good man and being a good father. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, that's, like... Like in, my, yeah, it, it's a different. It's just a difference. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. I feel like I, like there's been people in my life like that. I'm like, dude, that's like, you know, like old heads. You know what I mean? Like in hardcore, it's like, like you got to read. You know what I mean? Like, or you got like, but again, it's like to be a father. Like you gotta. You, it's more than just like guiding your kid. It's like being their friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? like,
1: and I, and that's the thing. It's like it's like my dad and I were never really like. My my mom was like too much of a friend. At times And my dad was like Too much of like a boss At times you know But it really evened out You yeah. know In the it, like, in the end And like You know It's not like a, Here's the thing It's like it's, My dad read to me All the time When I was a kid And like You know He took me on trips And like You know took like, Took me like Overseas for the first time My dad did like A lot of stuff For me Uh, I think one thing with him though Is that And he had this issue with his father Is that like uh, What he had like in his heart And in his head um, Didn't necessarily know how to convey that In like uh, The best manner yeah, yeah. and you know so it's like he's he's and like he he got remarried time later and had two other sons so I have, I have two brothers and uh, he's done a phenomenal job you know with them uh, and everything I just think he had some growing up to do yeah, yeah, yeah. and if I had a kid at his age how old was he? he was 30 30? 30, 32? something like that when he had a kid? Yeah. when he had you? yeah oh I mean that's old enough well that's the thing it's like I recognize my own immaturity I'm 34 now if i I'd had a kid two years ago there's no way i would have been mature enough to do i would have been i would have stepped up to the plate but i would be i would not be as equipped as i should be to do it the right way um because i recognize i recognize that i'm like you know my my main favorite activity is hitting people on a dance floor and like yelling into a microphone yeah and like you know like traveling around to like play gigs And stuff like that like and there's obviously People that are fathers that do that too But you know I recognize that it's like That's like my like Hanging out and doing that is my priority Right now and yeah. uh, you know if I had A kid in my life right now it would be I, I would have to like curb Some things you know and um, It's it's all good you know he's, he's great my mom's great I love them both um, But he didn't really So he didn't have a problem with me buying comics And being into like like yeah, nerd. nerdy stuff, yeah. he didn't really have an issue with that necessarily, but he and I weren't gonna like connect, yeah. you know, on that. Um, so, but you know, I don't know. It's like middle school is kind of like a tough time.
0: Uh, do you think once you get to high
1: school, I feel.
0: Like- well, I don't know. At least for me, because my parents Are the same thing. Where like they like, I never saw my parents kiss. I never saw my parents hug. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. they were together for a bit when I was a kid. But you know, to sit together for the kids, shit. Yeah, and I think when I got to high school, like liking girls. Well, I had to be friends to my dad, but like liking girls was like. Like you feel nervous, or right? like, oh, you, but wow. you don't know how to act, cause like so you, don't, you don't know how it looks like to like. My parents never like, yeah, like kiss or, or hugged hug or were love you, yeah. So when I I was like, I don't know what to do, or I don't like, you know, what, does that make sense? Like, no, it, it does, it does. Was like seeing your parents not, not like, uh, not seeing like a loving
1: relationship between your parents like affect you at all? Like, that's like, a good question. Um, I mean, yo, so my mom like never really dated after my dad and her split when I was like really young. Like
0: she never never introduced men into your life.
1: No, it's like her focus was really like on like like being my mom and, and like working and stuff. My dad on the other hand like uh like dated like a fair amount. Like, you know, so I, I'd see like new new like women like around like pretty often. Um like, and they'd be like dating. It, it, you know, it wasn't like I would just see some girl one time and not see her. Yeah. But um. I mean, that's, I feel like it's a little bit kind of worse.
0: Uh, like, like, like here's a girl. Like yeah. you meet her, you talk to her, you're like, oh, like Susie or whatever. Like yeah. she's cool. And like, oh no, I'm dating like Samantha. Like oh, yeah. Samantha's that cool. That
1: didn't really like. Well, I, I didn't really. I, I cared about my mom. Yeah. I didn't really care about yeah. like the like my dad's girlfriends and stuff like that. And um, I mean, heck, he even got married to somebody else in there. Before he was with the uh, the woman he's with now Who's been my stepmom for like a long time Your dad's you know, old school, old school Yeah, definitely <laughs> uh, he, Yeah, he was married a bunch um, <laughs> But uh, like four times um, And uh, he But like So I'd see like that on that side But I was so like I had like um, a bad self image Of myself as a kid Because mm. I was like overweight um, you went to high school You were overweight Uh huh mm. And um Only when I uh, uh, When I got to like 16 Some changes in my life happened That kind of like Changed up like How I went about things But um You know what I, I like you know, I had, like, like, acne, and, like, I was, like, overweight, and, like, I didn't, like, the, I didn't have, like a style or anything like yeah. that, you know? The idea of girls was way, like, Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was, like, no girl was going to talk to me, you yeah. know? So, that wasn't even, like, really, like, in the equation for me. I just thought every girl thought I was, like, ugly or some shit. Yeah. So, I, uh, I started out high school, though. And um, you know like Richmond's like like pretty suburban like outside of the city my dad lived in a city uh, but I, I, I live with my mom in uh, this county called Henrico County um, which is like a, it's like nicer you know uh, so I lived there and I like you know like went to this high school um, with like like uh, Richmond, uh, for the size of the city it is, has like a lot of musical output from like hardcore to like metal. Um, for whatever reason, it's just a very like artistic and creative city, despite the fact that it's only like a quarter million people. Um, so it's like, you know, from like stuff like Lamb of God, like to like a veil, to guar, to like on the hardcore side, like Down to Nothing, Grace War. Nice um, hair. Naysayer Yeah definitely Like you know Like all that It's like Oh so you guys Yeah yeah There's all those bands where... All those bands Are from Richmond oh, So and, and, there's, and like that's The tip of the iceberg There's so much more um, So the high school I went to Was kind of known For like having Like hardcore people there At me as a lot of High schools there are But uh, Mine in particular I, I think like Count me out uh, dudes were from there. I like, the, think the, the drummer of Bracewell was Prom King, you know, at like, at, like some point in time That's there. wow. wild. Uh, Rashad. Um, oh, Rashad. Uh, yeah. I, I, I met him. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Rashad was like Prom King in my high school before I was there because he's older than me. But um, it was like, it was like not like a cool thing, but it wasn't like a not cool thing yeah. to be into. So So hardcore. hardcore is like like normal normal people some normal people in richmond know what hardcore is so, because yeah. it's such like a yeah, thing yeah. like
0: pre-tiktok la wasn't like that like hardcore well, hardcore was like that I like, mean you gotta dig through a tunnel you gotta like, everything through, was
1: like, punk a ska or like yeah, yeah. you that yeah. in richmond it was like it, that was your punk yeah for yeah. sure it's like you people knew like what hardcore was yeah um so I uh, I got into I got I'm into high school and I like at the time um, a friend of mine that I'd grown up with had shown me well what happens first is my dad is like I want you to learn to play an instrument because um, my dad is actually really into music and yeah. my love of music actually does come from him he's really into classic rock but like on some like not just like he like likes that shit he's like a student. Of that, like he recently went on a tour to Europe uh, for two weeks, just as a vacation, just to hit a, like not just to but like hit like a ton of like classic rock spots. Like went to Liverpool to like check out a bunch of Beatles stuff. Like went to like the drummer of the Who's like bar. Like, classic, or something. classic. Yeah, yeah, he like '60s British Invasion like rock and roll. I was thinking of like line Yeah, or, no, 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 nah, no. Nah, nah. He like '60s British Invasion rock and roll like and stuff of like of that era. So he would be listening to that kind of stuff constantly when I was growing up, and um, he like uh, was like, "You should, you know, I want, I want you to like learn to play an instrument." Because my dad did want me to be well-rounded. He wanted me to be educated. He wanted me to be like physically strong, yeah. and he wanted me it's to, like uh, top-tier human being. Yeah, day. like straight up. That was like the that's like what my dad wanted for me. And um, his delivery wasn't the best, but his intention I get. Yeah. yeah. So in the long run, it yeah. So uh, I was like, but I'm also lazy. I'm a lazy. I was like a lazy kid, kind of, and like at times now, it doesn't seem like it, but I can be like a lazy dude. So I was like. Well, bass only has four strings, so that means that I probably won't have to learn as much shit. So I'll play. I'll learn to play bass. So I got that. Took some lessons. Um, at the time, I was kind of into like some like radio rock, like Queens of the Stone Age. And uh, I remember going to like bass lessons, like wanting to learn that. I was into like metal, like I was into like Metallica. Um, I liked like I think at the time I like like like. I think I might have been getting out of my Limp biscuit phase. I didn't love new metal, but I like, I like them, you know, for whatever reason. Um, you're a new metal baby, right? God, not, not really. Wait, that was
0: not was popping. I mean, right. it was popping, but I, I wasn't like. Like, you were in that was in your that that you wasn't in my world. I liked
1: to like select bands, but like when, when they were wearing costumes and shit, I was like, nah, I didn't like Slipknot, I didn't like Mudvayne. Mm. Like, if, if it was more on the like, we just like look like regular guys playing this, I was down. Um Like, I think, Like I don't think I had any Deftones CDs, but I didn't hate them. Uh I liked Korn songs that were on TV, but I never got a CD of theirs. But I was like, very into Limp Bizkit when I was in middle school, but simultaneously was very into Metallica and Iron Maiden. So, like it wasn't like a, I didn't zero in on new Metal at all. Um, But so when I started learning to play bass, I also got really into, like, blues stuff randomly um, because a friend of mine that I grew up with was, like, really good at guitar, and he was, like, really into, like, also classic rock but, like, like blues-oriented classic rock. So I had a lot of people coming from different angles showing me shit. And, um...
0: So, when I was... That's that's crazy for, like, a six-year-old.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I'm 14. Oh, 14, yeah. yeah. I'm 14. So, I have a lot of stuff coming from, like, different angles. And I'm learning to play bass from this, like, jazz guy. And he's putting me on some jazz stuff. Um, So, I'm taking in, like, a lot of different things. Um, I'm not really, like... uh, There's not just, like, one lane that I'm into until... A friend of mine that I grew up with, and like he's been my friend since I was born. His parents were my parents' friends when my parents were together. He's getting into punk, and I think punk sucks. I'm like, oh, it's it's like I'm into metal, so I'm yeah, like yeah. this is like rudimentary. Yeah. This is like like anybody can play this, like um, and also something that to, to bring in. Is like a few years prior, there's a big pop punk boom. And like jocks at my school liked it. Like they liked Blink one eighty two and like some forty one and shit. Exactly. And I didn't like them because they were kinda whack to me. Yeah. Even though I was also playing football and stuff, but I wasn't like one of them. So I associated that with those guys. So I was like, I don't like that stuff because it's like dudes I don't like yeah. like play this. Um Emo stuff is like kind of happening at the time too, and it's too whiny for me. No, you were so, not into like falling reverse, Shiotto. No. That comes like a little bit later. This oh. is more like All American rejects. Oh, Fallout, yeah, yeah, Boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, i like, used. yeah, I'm like not into anything like that. Dude, even like AFIs popping at the time. But because the man's voice is high I'm like, that's lame Mm. Even though I'm listening to metal, that sounds Like high vocals I'm like, I don't, this isn't for me My friend is showing me Like, 77 OG punk He's showing me, like, Ramones, Sex Pistols Uh, the Dead Boys And eventually I, like, kind of, am like, alright Like, I can play this stuff So it's, like, kind of cool Um and we started we like start a band together. I just want to be in a band because like I think it, it would be like cool to be in a band. So we started this band called The Reserve. Um very punk. Yeah, very. And like he's into very like, stuff. he's into like and like punk is also big in Richmond, like away from hardcore. Like stuff like Avail is like like they're like god. Um like there is this band uh, like stuff that but the stuff that was kind of bigger where I remember was like stuff like Hot Water Music this band Strike Anywhere is from there um uh stuff like Smoke or Fire very like stuff that would play like The Fest Hunger of Bowling yeah Hunger of Bowling that shit is like huge yeah, there this dude is into that type of stuff okay um so he's like kind of putting me onto that I like some of it Like, some of it doesn't really, like, hit for me, but I just want to play music. So we start this band, and it's classic high school band. We don't, it's like, I want it to sound like X, he wants it to sound like Y, somebody else in the band wants it to sound like Z, and we end up just kind of sounding like a mess. But uh, through this band, I realize um, I get put on to uh, the misfit somewhere in there. And I was like, oh, like, this this is cool. And I start learning about the people in the band. And I'm like, uh, I'm playing sports. I'm playing football and stuff at my high school. And I'm like, oh, those guys are football players. And I was like, I'm a football player. I was like, that's cool. I kind of thought punk people didn't, like, do that. Yeah. And uh, And I'm like, oh, like... I'm getting into, like, lifting weights. And I'm like, oh, these guys are, like, jacked. And I was like, yeah. that's that's cool to me. Yeah. Like, and so then I, I start, like, I'll be in my car, and I'll start singing along to their songs. And I was like, oh, I can, like, kind of sing like this guy. And so that's kind of how I found out that I could, like, sing, sing. And eventually, like, I stop playing bass in this band and start just being the front man. And we kind of go more of, like, a... Like will like kind of go like a misfitty kind of route, but combined with like just 80s US hardcore punk. Okay. Because I get into that because of this friend. But yo, the thing is, is at the time I like hated hardcore. He took me to a hardcore show. And this is hardcore punk. He I think I've me- heard this before. Yeah, yeah. He took me to a hardcore show. I see this band, Direct Control. And they're opening for Agent Orange. And I knew about Agent Orange because of Tony Hawk. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'll go, because I know the Tony Hawk song. I know I know, Bloodstains. Yeah. And this band Direct Control plays, they open, and I'm like, yo, this fucking sucks. I was like, they play too fast. I can't understand what the guy's saying. Like, everybody here smells. Like, this is like whack to me. And uh, what's really funny Is that the dude That band The guy who drummed in that band Would become super influential For me later He would make bands That I Or like some of my favorite bands Even still Like who? This band Government Warning It's a punk band From Richmond Um, he, He started a record label Called No Way Records um, actually uh, From your area They put out They put out this band Called Destroy LA okay. That was from L, uh, That was from San Pedro Yeah, yeah. Um, But uh, He ended up opening This store Vinyl Conflict um, th- This guy's name is Brandon Farrell He has since uh, Passed And he like Left like ages before he passed He left the store To this guy Bobby But uh, uh, like so that's sick. still Like a big That's yeah. still a big Record store yeah. In Richmond and shit um, But he was in the, He played drums In this band Career Suicide Oh yeah okay, okay. Oh yeah he oh, played Suicide So the Attempted Suicide record yeah. He's drumming on oh, that okay, shit okay. And they like I don't know if they Flew him into Canada Or what He was in Municipal Waste At one point in time In the right. early Like OG, the, OG Like OG, yeah, OG lineup Like Municipal Waste Yeah um, So this guy was Very influential on me uh, but um, I go to the show though, but like something about the energy, even though I was like, I don't like it as shit, I was like, I'm still like kind of down. And um, like in Richmond, because of how big alternative music is, was. Uh, dude, the, the, there's like pocket scenes that didn't really cross over to one another. So there's the hardcore punk scene. That's its own thing. And that's like bands like Direct Control. That's like what would become like government warning. This band wasted time.
0: Bands that sound like a negative approach.
1: Bingo. Bands that sound like a negative approach. Stuff that in the contemporary would be like... Spy, yeah. or like, uh, or like, if we're, in San, we're in San Francisco right now, like that band Fentanyl, or like stuff that, uh, like the band Shit from Canada, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like, if that was its own thing,
0: and the, punk was its own thing,
1: own thing, and no, no, but then even separate from that was the street punk scene, uh, and that was like street spiky. punk in Richmond, uh huh. Then, no, none of the bands really like got super big. There's this band No Way Out, and this band Social Dropouts, um. And like, you know, they had their own their own shit. And then there was hardcore. So there's like down to nothing. And the skinheads were with a street punk. Well, or skinheads s- those are another skin thing. Skinheads there was some skinheads in Richmond, but they were main that was mainly a Virginia Beach thing. Um okay. and, and they like there were like some kind of punk skinheads, but like, bro, if there was like twenty, like that'd probably I'd probably probably be being like, uh what what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh that that's generous. If if there wasn't like a lot of like skins there. Okay. That was more of like a DC, Baltimore, okay. like, but to your point, 86 mentality is also kind of like in in that like they're in this world and they are that was like a skinhead sing for that band. And like, you know. Um but the the hardcore, like Capital H hardcore stuff, that's like during this time period It's 2005 6, 7 So that's Down to Nothing This span Army of Fun uh, That's Brace War that Swamp Thing um, That's it's own That's it's own shit Yeah um, Spinky Park Park Yeah But Here's the thing Richmond's called Fist City and that's like a like a name for it. And there was this old hardcore band called Hato 4 that had a song called Fist City from the 90s. And it's because people don't people uh with their fists, not with their legs. Oh, okay. So it, it was like that would be spin kick hardcore in the contemporary.
0: Yeah. But back yeah then
1: style-wise, yeah. Richmond, regional yeah. style was all hands. Yeah. Um and it was also extremely violent. Like uh, 90s heads would tell me they'd be like, oh you just go to a show and like regularly people just get maced. It was like you go to a Mace? gate. Yo just random. You just get maced by. So you like, you're like, and just like And just get maced. Yeah. For no like, reason. For like, yeah, no reason. I mean, dog, it was like when you would go to shows in the 2000s in Richmond, it was like it wasn't Is there going to be a fight at this show? It was how many are there going to be? Um, and it was just like were they off for no reason or was it like I mean, okay, pre-internet. Uh, you go to a gig and like Richmond is, like, actually, like, kind of, like, a tough town. Despite the fact that, like, I, I grew up in, like, like, a nicer part of the town. Like, uh, you know, like, like I also grew up in the city as well. And, um, I mean, in the 90s, per capita, it was, like, the number three murder rate in the country. Um, so, it was, like, you know, you kind of kept your head on a swivel when you were, like, in certain places. I mean, honestly, like, the neighborhood we're in like, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, so, like... That translated To the scene a bit Yeah And like also It's like If I remember correctly It's like The people in the scene There Like In hardcore Like capital H hardcore They're like big Big guys And like And they're also like Athletic These are like Popular kids In high schools and shit Some of them So they're like Jocks And they're like Jacked and shit So like there, there is that Kind of mentality Came with Richmond Hardcore a bit Where it's like You had dudes Kind of clicking up, you know, and people are like, these are my boys and fuck everybody else in this room. And, uh, and because the internet wasn't there to be like, oh, I've seen this guy online, Like He's probably cool You know whatever It was before that So it was a lot of people Being like These are my friends And I'm I'm keeping my eye out For like everybody else here So it was a lot of tension Um And they didn't like new people Um So you know It's like if you try to dance For certain bands Like you'd have like A a big motherfucker Coming after you Uh And stuff How was that for you? Like Well This all being said I'm a punk guy And I don't like that type of hardcore um, and at the time
0: Did you dress punk Or like Just so I, I, had, I can imagine it I like, dressed
1: like I had like Leather jacket uh, Like boots Jeans I dressed like old school punk But you like, like
0: anti anti League Anti-Semics anti I
1: did love Anti-Nowher League For sure Like I had like one jacket With like patches I had made And shit like that you Okay know? Like, I, like I had like a bit of a battle vest Like some chains on that And, and stuff That's like kind of me And like the first Pulling half, up to the hardcore show Half of high school Yeah Well I, like What happened And I remember How I kind of got into hardcore Is out of spite To be, to be real with you. So there was a, a clique of kids in town uh, that, like, tried to, like, fight my friend's dad at a show. And, like, as a kid—
0: <laughs> For your friend's dad.
1: <laughs> yeah, well was, you know, as a kid, and it's like, I'm, I'm not this kind of guy, but, like, you know, I'm full of piss and vinegar at the time. I, uh, I had a butterfly knife on me. And I was like, oh, they're trying to fight my dad. Like, I'm going to scare him off with this knife. So I, like, ran after these dudes with a knife. Uh, And at the time, I was like, why are they pissed at me for running after them with a knife or whatever? But as an adult, I'm like, of course they were going to be mad at me or whatever. Well, these kids hung out in a particular part of town that was near where my dad lived. And so I would go like In the record store at One of the record stores Is in that part of town So I'd go there And like they try to jump me You know whatever But like I'm a big guy uh, So like I could hold my own Like you know pretty fine They never really got Like They never really got The jump on me Yeah uh, But we had friction like, Yeah Like They were the cool kids in town And I And like I didn't get along with Are them. you friends with any of those Now uh, or, like, or they didn't even come around well, What's interesting It's kind of like Some of them yeah If we saw each other today it'd Be like Oh hey man what's up Like it'd be like cool But um definitely some of them actually. The thing is is that these guys were like hella cool at one point in time in Richmond and um, Straight Edge is big in the hardcore scene uh, at this time. And honestly it stayed really big in Richmond up until I'd say probably like 2017 or 18. Um, but uh, these guys well, I'll get to it. because So I start kind of like out of spite being like Yo I'm gonna like I'm gonna come to Their shows And they're And they're not gonna do shit to me Or they're not gonna get me To stop coming Uh, around Yeah yeah. So like On like my like 18th birthday uh, I go to a I go to a Down to Nothing show The lineup is Down to Nothing uh, This band Meltdown um, Trash Talk and this this, this kind of new band, uh, Trapped Under Ice, is opening. Dang. And, um, Dang. So I uh, I go to that gig. And, like, they they didn't, like, blatantly, like, be like, yo, I man, let's take a walk outside. But, like, people are moshing and shit. And then people who are cheap-shotting me for sure. But I was like, I'm not going to start any problems. I'm just here to kind of be like, I can be here. And no one's going to stop me from being here. So I... You know, and at this point in time, I've been like lifting weights for like a while. I've been like playing football and stuff. Like I, uh, so like like I said, I I can handle myself. Also, nothing on like I'm just being honest. Nothing on these guys. None of them were particularly big. There was one dude that was like. Oh shit Yeah but he was like Not around that much So he wasn't at this show Uh, But if If he had been in the mix That would have been Kind of like a problem To be honest But uh, The rest of them Were kind of like Like skinny They were like like, You know like little guys Kind of So It wasn't really Like an issue Um, But I I kept coming around And stuff And like Occasionally over the years We'd have like Friction here and there But like Yo All these guys Like one year All sold out And like Stopped coming around Um, And so I just, but by that point, I loved hardcore. Like, I was like so into it. And like, you know, my my punk band from high school had stopped. um, And like, uh, maybe like my first year of college. I just had a curiosity. Like, Sidetrack. Yeah. So hardcore
0: is like violent. Hardcore is like, like I mean, what you're even saying is that, like new people. They didn't like new people. They you know like what I mean? Like, like I'm thinking like someone like Cheddar, like who's like a really like chill dude. Yeah. Like, how do those people like? Like how did like someone chill from that era like get to be so chill and like? I mean, I mean
1: dog. Cheddar doesn't seem like it now. He like was crazy. Cheddar was in the streets, bro. Really? Yeah.
0: Like. So like everybody in hardcore. So it's safe to say like everybody in hardcore who comes from that time.
1: You, well, like they they're, 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 You they're got in the mix At least once Oh okay Like It was just kind of like Unavoidable Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Okay okay I mean yo Ch- I'm not gonna put Ched on blast Ch- Ch- Ched Ched <laughs> is, He's just an example I'm just Ch- like I mean no I mean like, yeah. he's like Somebody that I like Lived with At one point in time And like uh, Have always supported Like all his bands Like from Tough Luck to, to Candy and, and, you know, everything, like Lost Souls. Uh, Ched, uh, Ched and I used to be, like, out, out there on, on, like, you know, like, getting in, just, get, just getting into street fights, honestly. Yeah. like
0: So that was yeah. a, that was inevitable and hardcore. Everyone who's, who wasn't hardcore got in a street fight.
1: I, essentially. That was kind okay. of like, if you were into that type of hardcore, even on the punk side, you know, like... like
0: I mean, w- what, what are you as you're an older dude yeah you're smart yeah what do you think about the like hardcore now is that like 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 that like a kid could just like pull up like like don't get me wrong I don't want to be that guy where it's like but like for example the video of like uh, the dude from regular At 10 20, or no pressure Where like Someone just comes And like hits her leg I was like Oh we're having fun Oh yeah or oh. it's like It's like it's gone To the other side Where, where it's yeah, like, There was a point Where it's like Oh welcome people Like everybody's welcome Like don't be that guy Don't get keep anymore yeah. But now it's like On the other side well, Where like that would Never happen and From what you're saying From yo, what are
1: other people You're also. bringing up A, a good point and, and and like I like To this day Like is my life Man Hardcore and like it, metal Like and, and punk Like that shit is my life and um, and I'm proud to say it and uh, like it's like I got love and I have critiques uh, of the contemporary like um I do think we've gone a little too far afield the other direction where it's like what I always sat behind was it's like hey man uh, hardcore is welcome to anyone but it's not for everyone and I think right now it's like it's like what it's kind of turned into is that it, it, it's positing itself as for everyone, but I don't think that's hardcore's doing. I think that's kind of the outside being like be, yeah. they've like made it that way. Kind well, of. Yeah, there's like hardcore YouTube channels now where it's like, yeah. like where it's like which is like which is like fine, but it's just like I... it's just it's it, mm, I mean what happened? The, the situation you bring up about regulate would just I feel like back in the day that just like wouldn't have. <laughs> oh yeah. People like that were there had a little more reverence. Even like five years ago when I was playing. Oh it up. no! Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like there's a lot more casuals now. Um, it's whereas, like
0: an Me straight up, like straight up, like yeah. fools are like. I'm going go to the bar and like. Yeah. Under the
1: pressure, you can, like it's a concert. And it's like I'm a promoter, so it's like on one hand I'm like sick. There's so many people that are at shows, but it's like I'm also like a lifer, so I'm like I also don't like casual style behavior though. So it's like it's a double edged sword. Um, And, uh, I mean, like, I don't know, not to sound like this, but I I feel like not just in Richmond, but a lot of scenes, Um, uh, kids that come out now would have gotten eaten up. I'm just being, it's like, not not it's not not like an old head style dude, but I think certain scenes back in the day, it's like, kids don't, well... Those kids would not have stuck around. They would have gone to their first show, and this isn't cool either. They probably got their ass kicked, and then they'd been like, "Well, fuck that! I'm not gonna go to that anymore." But a big difference between then and now is this. I talk about this all the time. Young people now have so much access to everything, and there's so many different things they can get into because it's there's not like they don't have to go like digging as hard as you and I did growing up. That if you go to a show and people are whack to you, they are just gonna be like, "I'm just gonna get into something else." Whereas when I was growing up, kind of like I talked about, it was like, "I found this secret thing, and I, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna dig my heels in because I like, I, I feel I work to be here. Yeah. You know. Now people don't really work to be there. Um. So
0: I mean, to be fair, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm only 20, so I'm not like, yeah. I haven't been. Yeah, you're a young man. Yeah, I haven't been. But I mean. I don't want to be, like, I don't want to put myself like I'm better, but, like, people are just dumber nowadays.
1: That's, I mean, it's like, It's just,
0: like, we live in a dumber world. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. like.
1: Well, you, just, have, you have a lot of people that it's like, all right, let's take, let's take Jeff G from Cold as Life. Let's take that guy. You know, like, it's like he's talking about it on another podcast. The man went to jail for a long time. He's had a, he had a hard life. Um, take him and put him next to some random civilian that saw a cool like TikTok video of hardcore that shows up and is like there to party and something like that it's like one of these people needs this and one of these people wants this And there's a difference between needing hardcore and needing those kind of rooms and just wanting to be there. You, You can want and need. You can have that both at the same time but I think there's a difference. There's something that brings in the hardened criminal for, that, that is into hardcore, and also the like Harvard graduate that's into hardcore. There's something that brings those two people to, to, to build together. They couldn't be any different from one another in regards to probably what their day-to-day life and their upbringing is like, but there's something about hardcore music and metal music and punk music that those people meet in the middle and are like, hey man, I need this too the person that is just kind of like looks fun and it does and it is like it's not like they don't have a right to be there but those two guys i just mentioned or those two people rather their interaction with what goes on is different than that person that's coming in casually and i feel like that casual person just didn't exist as much years ago yeah Pre-pandemic, um, pre the boom that we experience right now.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, because, because, uh, because. Just having like having TikTok on your phone. Like people like I, I think I was talking to someone yesterday about it, like, like oh wow, we have Facebook. I'm like, yeah, Facebook you can interact with the people. Like, you know that you knew, but it's like TikTok. I could see a video of like how to make the history of George Washington like in a minute. Bingo. Yeah, yeah like you know what I mean I, like the most random shit. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I
1: just, you're not uh-oh. just interacting with people that you know on that. Yeah. You're, you're you're consuming stuff from all over. And, Whereas previously you had a circle.
0: And it's like I understand there's trends, like like I've talked to other people, like older people where it's like, Oh yeah, like title fight, Those was an arrow. Like certain part so that was an era like one eighty two like you know yeah. the, uh, they they dug deep or whatever, but like now it's like Balanced scowl and like mm-hmm. but I'm like the internet is is the only difference from the like from trends you know what I mean like this like 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 you can't take it with, i don't i mean we're not living in a world without internet anymore i am not, no, not gonna would, so. but yeah. like that's just something that i'm like, is Hardcore ever gonna go do you think it's gonna go back to like no maybe it's not gonna be this exactly the same or the music but like you've been you've been like um like, like like I don't want to offend anyone or anything like there's not do not to anyone particular it's just what I see sure there was a like like there was, like there, pardon me if I'm a little bit wrong there was a time where weekend nachos hoax twitching tongues trash talk yep mm-hmm. um trapped under ice mm-hmm. and like Caruso said were all like Touring or, or yeah. bands, yeah, like and like even New Brigade or something like, but just oh, like I don't know Debra, just, yeah. they're just like they're just like bands. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we're yeah. a band, we play music, we tour and have our fun, and that's it. Yeah. Now a lot of bands, like don't get me wrong, I know there's a bigger platform. You could you, you could do more. You could be you got have kind of different styles more accepted. But like that part of hardcore, where it's like, yo, know, we're just gonna pull up in our shorts and like play it to like twenty people, it's kind of dying down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a band like Hoax, like that, yeah. like just like some freak, like, you know what I mean? like well, like I well, know what you're
1: saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, and on, I think that still exists on the very punk side of things. Yeah. yeah. Like I think like that energy. Uh, oh, just being a band. You know I you mean, mean like, of, of just like I'm being a band. I don't care about streams. I don't care about like, you know, like viral shit. You know, and it's like, and personally, it's like I like don't. You know, I just made I made an Instagram recently for Mad. Recently, in the past couple months, because like previously that I was like, it's like I don't want the rat race of like social media and having to like, like, like treat my band like a brand. Uh, But I mean, and it's like, and not to say that bands in the past didn't do that, like to the extent. But it's like there is more of a, uh, there is more of like, how do we? you know, how do we game, how do we game the system to become popular, uh, type, type situation, um, you know, in, uh, in, in this shit, and it, it's like, you know, I don't, uh, I don't know, um, it, I know what you're saying, and it's, it's really weird, like, I, I, th- I think about this, like, all the time, Where it's like It did just used to be Not to say that it isn't Necessarily anymore But it did used to Just feel like It's like uh, I just want to like Get in the van with some friends And like play some shows And So and
0: so So and so -so is playing And they play good music And that's it You know what I mean I mean baby
1: It's like The fact that like Like It's like you hear about like like hardcore bands like having like pr firms and like working with like a and r people and stuff like that not to say that that's never happened before but it's like happening that kind of stuff happens like way more now and it's like in some cases it's like i get it because it's like well if you want because of how big hardcore is booming right now it's like if you want people to pay attention to you like you know sometimes like it if you want people to pay attention to you like if, and if you're like. I think what it kind of gets down to is a lot more people are like, oh, I want this to be my job. Where in the past, people would laugh at you.
0: No, and it's like the opportunity is there. I don't get me wrong. I understand that like now. The opportunity didn't used to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like now you can make a living off of hardcore. I understand that. But if you notice, there's, I feel, there's less bands as a whole Mm -hmm. in hardcore. There's less bands. There's, you know what I mean? And the people who are in bands have been in bands
1: for a while. But what I'll say is that I don't think there's less bands, but I think I think if we're, let's 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 make the comparison to the like let's make the comparison to like social classes. I feel like there's like a there's like this like one percent of hardcore bands that is like way up there playing a like like huge numbers like like the drains of the world, the drug churches of the world, the tsunamis of the world, like you know like like that kind of stuff, and then I feel like there's like not really like as much of a middle class oh, okay. anymore
0: yeah yeah, yeah. i oh, feel okay, like yeah, yeah. you see
1: what i'm saying i feel like it's either you're like going gangbusters or you're like playing point to right. no one yeah yeah you're you right know? yeah or, like, or, or just like like you know i feel like previously there was a lot of middle class hardcore uh, for lack of a better term like stuff that's like yeah we play around some like you know, it's like, we go on tour here and there. Like, we'll play the occasional festival. But, like, this isn't like, you know, we have day jobs. Yeah. You know? And it's like, now I feel like it's the bands that are like, this is all I'm doing. And then there's people that are like, no one knows about us. And it, it's so I feel like that's kind of like like the big difference. I feel like, and they, I might be speaking out of turn, but I feel like there's, there's not as much middle of the road, you know, like, uh, side kind of like we do this we do this on the side because it's like I've always had to work you know I got out of college and like my parent both my parents kicked me out and uh is it rebellious huh
0: is like you're rebellious or like
1: oh uh, kind of uh, yeah like. like my mom was getting over like me coming in like late at night to her house so right I got out of school and uh my dad um and I were like beefing at the time and just like not talking so I uh I got out of school and I was like all right well I need to pay rent so like I was never in like a band that like like could tour you know like months at a time. I was like, oh no, bro, I gotta like I gotta like you know uh, like you know I gotta pay bills. So I would only do like weekends and like beg to get on festivals and stuff like that, um, you know. So it, it's like. Well, do
0: you? Was, oh, yeah, going back to going. Do you think? Do you think hardcore will ever? Or- like, like again, trends exist, but the internet being the new factor. Yeah. The, uh, do you think it will ever go back? Like, basically, what we're saying is that the middle ground is where, like, the top 40 hardcore kids I only listen to the top 40 bands and that like, like, the underground, like, crazy shit met, and then that's when friction happened and fools got beat up or whatever. Or, yeah. And now it's like, you're either seeing a huge band, like, No Pressure at the Velasco or something, yeah. or you're, like, in the room with, like, 10 people on, like, yeah. a Thursday. Do you think hardcore will ever be violent again? Do you think hardcore will ever be scary again? Do you think hardcore will ever be a thing where, like, you should come and think or come and, like, be, like, let me see how, like, be, be uh, aware I, Yeah, I need to know. It? I need to see how I move.
1: do me be real. Like, I, I don't, um, this is a for better or for worse scenario because it's, like, there. I'm, like, happy. It's not as crazy. I'm happy that it's not just random people getting beat up anymore all the time. Um, at the same time, I got into hardcore because I like the danger. So me personally, I, I like liked that. I liked kind of feeling like, oh, some fucked up shit could happen here. Like you know, like like I was, I you know, this is into that. Um, and uh, now I feel like I don't feel like it's gonna go back to that because on the most underground side of stuff right now is more punk related stuff in my opinion, and I, that's not really the vibe on punk on the side of on the punk side of things. Um, and like hardcore now, right now, is like just so poppin' and like. Everybody's has access to it So I don't really think It's going to happen Over there um, But it's like You know At the same time It's like cool To be able to play To like a ton of people And there not be Like a problem Like um,
0: But I think As like I think a lot Like again As a promoter As someone who's been there For a while Like you, you've seen the difference Yeah As me who like I just saw a glimpse of that Like going to Harker A little bit before COVID Yeah Now I'm like And eh, like Yeah there's a room Of like a, a couple hundred kids But like like I'm talking to like five kids who are actually like sick. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Meanwhile, yeah. Meanwhile, like before, like when, like you know what I mean? Like I like. Like, it's like, like, yeah, like, I could be in a room of, like, literally 300 kids that like hardcore, what? well, not kids, they're not even kids anymore, yeah. but, like, in a room of 300 people like hardcore, and why do all these people kind of suck, you know what I mean, like, yeah. you know what I mean, like, it's like, like, I don't feel like they're the hardcore, like, what we said, like, the hardcore breed, where it's, like, it's for anyone, a kid from anywhere, yeah. any class, but you're, like, a specific breed, yeah. but I don't see that anymore, it's just me. I
1: think, I think also it's, like, you're, you're from, like, South, yeah. Southern California, it's, like, it's a really, like, it's like a very really populated area, it's a really and scene. It's like I feel like you're going to see way more casual activity like at a place like that. I see that in San Jose some. Um, Richmond has like really good shows, uh, but it's like not as big of a populace. So I feel like I don't see... There's definitely weirdos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like and like not like uh not like the not like the like I'm now adjusted like to society type weirdos, like like, you know, the, the phenomena of like kids that come in like corpse paint and shit like yeah. that's happened post COVID. Um, <laughs> yeah. which I mean do your thing, I guess. I don't I don't understand where that came from, but <laughs> uh but you know, it's it's like um it, it's just different It's like not like It It doesn't feel like Kind of like Like as much of like This thing of us You know <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. As, as like it did But you know what It's like uh, Things do change And you either adapt Or You, you become a relic Of another time
0: uh, Lee says Like she has gotta change she has gotta yeah, evolve You know You know what I mean Can't stay like they can't stay one
1: way forever Yeah exactly So, so it's like You just kinda gotta like it, I, what I, When my friends were like Feeling kinda down and out About stuff at one point in time It was actually pre-pandemic Uh I would tell them I'm like, hey man, you just gotta seek out the stuff that you do fuck with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like don't don't let the shit bother you that you, you hate. It's like just seek out the shit that you think is cool, and just attach yourself to that. Go to the shows that you think are cool, and uh, and just enjoy, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, still there at least. Yeah, you know it's what I mean right. like it's, it's, uh, yeah. still it's there like, at least. You and I, I mean, so we're going a couple shows tonight, and, and like yeah, I'm I'm sure it will be fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but you know, in, in the kind of like my timeline at this point, like I. I uh, was like in college. I was in a a punk band briefly called CCP, so for Community Corrections Program. Um, Because of the influence from like stuff like government warning and wasted time and direct control and like that grave mistake and no way records type stuff, uh, I wanted to do a a US 80s hardcore band pre 86 style. Um, but I'm I'm also really into the Boston sound. So I'm into SSD. I'm into DYS. I like straight edge hardcore punk music from the uh, from the early '80s. So I'm like, I like Minor Threat. I like Uniform Choice. Slapshot. Like I like Slapshot. So I wanted to make a band that was emulating that type of stuff. So I uh, I made I made this band, Community Corrections Program. I played bass in. So I had stopped singing, and uh, we were a band for like a couple years. You know, just played around like VA and DC. Nothing, nothing really that wild. Um, but at the end of college, and, like, you know, I'll briefly kind of touch on, like, the straight edge thing. I, uh, you know, I've, I've never drank, never done drugs. I Before I knew what hardcore was, kind of one of the reasons I got into hardcore was because I found out about straight edge, and I was like, oh, I already live that way. So I already identify with this. Were you scared or... Like it's like No, I just I, I was like Whatever. It, I didn't like the idea of not being in control of my mind. And I also was like because I kinda of grown up with my dad being like, You're gonna be smart, you're gonna be strong, you know, you're gonna be like like well versed in like the arts and stuff like that. There was an aspect that was like, I'm also gonna be like kind of like
0: also dad just kept you busy, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah there's not a lot of time to like
1: like, well, no, not even that. There was a thing in my own mind. My dad would have thought it was cool if I drank and stuff because he uh, was like a like a frat guy, so okay. he would have been like into that. Um, but for me, it was like I'm I'm also gonna be like like a warrior. I'm gonna be like kind of like a like I'm not gonna I'm I'm about me is gonna be dull, you know. Like, like it's like I'm always gonna be alert and aware and like I'm not gonna like let anything like I'm not gonna let vices mm-hmm. get in the way of like you know things I want to do. Um, so when I found about straight edge, I was like, "Oh, I already identify with this." I would still, if I never found hardcore, I'd still be living that way, because it was just like I just didn't know it had a name. Yeah. Um, so I got I got into that, and, and that band CCP was a straight edge band, like a la SSD and DYS. But um, it like you know a friend, a, a guy in that band like started singing for another band that got popular locally, and didn't want to do it as much. So we just broke up, and I started. Um, I started Breakaway. Yeah. And, uh... I that
0: was, like, a Like, uh... What's the word it's Like, the band for Virginia, I guess? Like, like...
1: Uh, Aw, I mean, I appreciate you saying that, but, like, nah, it would... like I mean, like, dude...
0: no, nah, I think there's the demo or the first EP where it's, like, you're like uh, it's you like, Is it you were growing this? Yeah. That's so straight edge. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was
1: in D.C. Yeah. Uh, it was on our first weekend tour. Uh, I mean, the thing is, man, is, like, yo, to be real, for the first... Four, five years It was a struggle To get people To give a shit About breakaway uh, In Richmond um, You know Like uh, Because I like youth group I like Like the like Like I was a jockey guy I was like I like the like Sports look I liked you know Like the Lettermans And stuff like that
0: You like We were fair youth group I was like Ten in our fight No
1: that was a band that got me, that was a band that was like, oh, they're straight edge. They're singing about football. I play football. I'm yeah, straight edge. Yeah. Like, it was like, that was kind of like, you know, Floor Punch is my favorite band. Uh, I liked stuff like that, like that second wave straight edge stuff, or second wave youth group. And um, I got into uh, I got into that, um, and I wanted to do a band like that. But, yo, Kids in Richmond did not rock with that sound at all. That was, really? that was more of like a DC, like uh, okay. Baltimore. They're, they're into like the. What you say, fist? Uh, fist yeah, fighting. they were more into like at that time. The poppin' stuff is. Let's see, Naysayer's still going pretty hard. Brace uh, War's still doing it. This, Do you, like inter- like this LA is like
0: LA would, LA would be internal affairs, Johnny era. Yeah, 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 that era, oh, that okay.
1: exact era. This yeah, is LA. like early 2010s. So um, okay. it's like, so it's like, so it's like it's like stuff with like Rolling Tom yeah, fills yeah. and stuff like that is not, like, that's not what kids are, like, rocking with. Yeah. Um But, like, I was friends with a lot of people and, you know, I just kept at it. Like, I was just, like, I went through it. so many lineup changes. Um But my friend, Judge, he put out our... I mean, Judge is also a huge influence, too. Um, the, the band. But this guy, his name is Judge. He put out our first seven-inch, the one you're talking about. And, you know, we were just... I, I was working. So we would play... We would play, like, weekends and festivals. I'd be like, hey, can we play? I think we played a Sound and Fury, and I literally was like, we'll play for free. Just if we can play, we'll find a way to get out there. Did so you guys play for free? Yeah, for and, free. Uh, and, you know, came out in 2012 and did that. Um, you guys opened it? We didn't open, but we were, like, maybe, like, third or something yes. one day. Um, and, uh, but our friends are doing this band, Tough Luck, that Cheddar was in, who I mentioned earlier. So Tough Luck is happening, and, uh and like this band Deadbeat, um... Deadbeat, that, know, power Balance, sound Nah, like, uh, kind of. This, they were on some kind of like, they got into kind of like Satan at one point in time. They are oh, kind, yeah, yeah, like yeah, kind of like that kind of But uh, there's a band Deadbeat, hard stripes starts happening around this time period. Um... And, like, these are the bands that we're, like, playing with And, like, our friends with, like, you know, like, at home and stuff And, like, we started making friends with the kids in New Jersey And this is the first band I'm in that I'm, like, touring I'm, like, going out of town with oh, yeah. and stuff But it just, like, kind of kept at it And, like, uh, you know, Jared from TUI and DTN started a label And he did our second 7-inch um, And, uh, you know, we're playing, like, Edge Days in Atlanta And, like...
0: Uh, is, was that a thing? Yeah Like, like Edge Day, like... Edge straight edge play.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. So that wasn't, that, I know that wasn't as much of a thing on the West Coast, but on the East Coast, like, Edge Day would be a thing okay, every was, year. Literally
0: a holiday. Yeah. It was a holiday. Yeah. It was based <laughs> off of the
1: last 10-yard fight show in 97, 10-17. Um, and you, it was mainly a Boston thing. And we did play Edge Day in Boston a couple times. Um, Do you know how that became to be an actual holiday? Yeah. Um, 10-yard fight's last show, 1017, 1990. Seven or ninety-nine. I can't remember. Or record. who
0: pushed it? Is this like on like American
1: holiday? Yeah. But like who pushed it? Like or like Boston people mainly at first, and but then it just became like uh a thing. Like, you know, and there would be like uh I think like Philly had like a, like their own edge day show at one point in time. We played that with like Youth of the Day and uh Foundation. We played it like like because we had the straight edge thing behind us, if there was a straight edge kind of like Event happening We would get hit up To play You know So like that actually Helped a lot Um, So
0: Do you look back now And you're like Like like, That's like uh, Like are are you Do you still feel The same way of like Straight edge Oh
1: I do The rest of the world Doesn't seem to But I still Straight edge is not popular In my opinion not at all Or even the kids Who are straight edge are not like They're not like that They're not as like They don't beat their chest about it Yeah like like they're not Having the jacket anymore No no The the letterman is Is very out of Out of style currently Uh, Mine is in my closet I would I would wear it around But it's just like You know it, it, It feels It feels like a relic You know a bit and uh, it I feel no different about being straight edge. Um, it's
0: just do you think people should still be doing that? Like I bring mean, back is edge? Is they still a thing in the Midwest? Like, or like in the not
1: the Midwest. It was the East Coast. Oh, the maybe. East Coast. I mean, like, it happened. It was like a thing everywhere. But like it was like mainly. I like the shows were mainly. You'd see Atlanta. You'd see Philly. I did one in Richmond one mm-hmm. year. Uh, you'd see Boston <laughs> But it's still a thing Or not anymore Not really I don't see people doing The Edge Day show anymore Damn, And I yeah. just think It's just like There's not as much There's just not as like much interest I mean I have I have a theory About that It's like Kind of what we are Talking about earlier Kids are so More ubiquitous than What's ubiquitous Meaning like They're so more like Into everything oh, okay. That they don't like, like uh, They don't want to like section themselves off to like a label yeah, yeah. um so.
0: there's not like the i'm this thing and you're just like i'm this you get crazy I'm, I'm like, only this you're like in this room of like this thing that you are and you just go crazy you know what i mean yeah. like yeah yeah, it's yeah. Like i pe- get what you mean people yeah.
1: aren't as like as like this is my tribe and i only is sticking to like because yeah. back in the day man if like it's like i was a weirdo i was into a bunch of different types of hardcore back in the day it would be like Oh no, I'm into like this I'm into like power violence And I don't listen to anything else Yeah Like that was how like It, it used to be Well do you think that's
0: That's Do you think that's cool? Uh I
1: feel like you should listen to Kind of it. no But
0: I I feel like it, it goes in the middle Where it's like You should like Pick, pick and choose like who, What like Cause at the end of the day At the end of the day All these subgenres have a very common personality. Yeah. You know, power violence are like a certain type of people, hardcore yeah. a certain type of people. Mm-hmm. Like I love punk so much. Yeah. I love punk a lot. Yeah. And I like musically equally punk as much as hardcore. Sure. But I am a hundred percent hardcore kid. Yeah. I'm not
1: a that's punk. kind of like me where it's like, it's like, yo man. I play in, like, a, a, a very metal band now. But, yo, at the end of the day, I'm, like, I'm a hardcore guy. Yeah, yeah like, you the know?
0: breed, the, the way I act, yeah, the way I live, the, the way, way I The way I prefer yeah, yeah. to no.
1: go to a show, the way I prefer to... Exactly.
0: Yeah, the way I, I want to socialize. Everything yeah. is hardcore. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. like,
1: that's how I actually approach stuff is I approach it as a hardcore person, not a metal person. See, yeah,
0: and I guess that goes the same thing with, like, how kids, like, everything, they just... Try to They don't really have like this, Again they don't have like I'm a hardcore like a-
1: These are my ethics yeah, yeah, These exactly, are my yeah. And that's why I think Straight Edge is not as big right now Because it, it's like You have to have like A very like Oh no no no, no. This is what I'm about Like strongly yeah. So I, You know Maybe that'll That'll come back into in, in, I feel like that might come back may, I think it, it's gonna take The right band Exactly It's gonna I have the to right that. approach yeah. And they're gonna have to be like Not like coy about it They're gonna have to be like kind of like how, like, Tsunami, like, it's, like, like, real bass shit. Yeah. Like, we're, you know, like, like, we from fucking here, yeah. you know?
0: There has to be, like, another, like, death threat, like, behart- like straight edge. Something
1: like that, yeah. where they're, like, this is, like, yeah, like we're about
0: this. Or just, you like, know? everybody's, like, singing along, you know what I yeah, mean? Like, there's instead there's of watching.
1: There's gotta be, like a, like, a big, like, yeah, if you were gonna, like, the lyrics are gonna have to be, like, pretty, like, blatant, but also, people don't like feeling excluded now, more than ever. So... Um, they're gonna have to be like blatant, but not like "fuck you" if you're not like me kind of thing. Mm. Because if kids can't attach themselves to that, they're gonna be like, "Well, this band hates me, so I'm not gonna be into them."
0: Yeah, it's like, "Oh, well,
1: fuck that band." You know? Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I think about this shit kind of a lot. But um, anyway, so I I do this, and I'm living in Richmond. Uh, I do this band for kind of a long time um i do breakaway for like eight years you guys broke up like one recently but like 2019 the very very i still remember very very like february 2019 and um you know we do an lp with react and i had sent him this i sent uh him this long letter for the first lp that was like you should put us out because of the following reasons and it was like an essay and he was like these are all good points he didn't even really know me and he was like i'll do it that's crazy so uh we put out that We put out Face Aggression And had a really good time Off of that You know we're playing This is Hardcore We're playing Where'd you, you guys play Your last show? Richmond At this place The Warehouse um, But uh And it was just like All Richmond shit It was like Braceward Naysayer Division of Mind And Downfall This was 2019? 2019. 2019 yeah uh-huh. So I wanted to put on For the old heads That brought me up And I wanted to put on For the new people This is Division of Mine And Downfall um, So we did that At like Feb 2019 But, like, you know, know, during, this is, like, 2015 has been Face Aggression comes out, and, like, you know, we're playing This Is Hardcore, we're playing United Blood, we're playing Midwest Blood that would become LDB. We played Detroit kind of a a lot because we've become friends with that band, True Love, that just had their last show. Um, Don't get to do California as much as I would have liked just because of distance, and I have to work. But, like, we did, like, a weekend out here with, like, Misery and Beautiful Ones. I love Um, the Beautiful Ones. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Those guys rock. Uh... And then we did one towards the end with Dead Heat and this band Red Vision. And Red Vision would go on to become this band Killing Pace. Um, but, uh, you know, played one Sound and Fury in there. Played Rainfest somewhere in there. Like, we, we hit, like, a lot of the festivals. You
0: like, guys did a lot for, like, a very, like, DIY ethic straight yeah. strategy band. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, we didn't
1: have, like, there, we never had an agent. Yeah, we yeah. never had anybody booking. The, I booked all the shows for us. You guys
0: were in pro, pro corp.
1: Yeah, we, like, weren't doing anything like that. We were, like you know like i got to go over to europe two times with breakaway with breakaway breakaway went to europe but down to nothing in 2016 so they kind of put us on and took us over there because they were our old heads and then we went as a headliner in 2018 um but before we even we did that and then i swear i think we came back and the shows over there were like okay uh, and yo, know, Breaker was fun. We played fun sets, we had a really good time. We came out with the second LP in 2017, but I'm gonna be honest, I don't think we put as much work into that one, so it wasn't as like, well received as the first one. Um, yeah, like, but
0: then, uh, as w- w- what we talked about earlier, like, yeah, like, there's not a lot of that anymore. Like, just we're just a band, this is what we're about, put yeah, apart, you know what I mean? Like, well, we,
1: also, we just there I'm gonna be just real, there just weren't as many tracks, like, hmm. we like, had more tracks in the first. shit and and then and this time, I was, like, I kind of felt... I was, like, by 2017, I was, like, well, I was, like, I want to be, like, Count Me Out. So I want to have a second LP, like, because they had, uh like, I, like, kind of modeled us after them, where they had, like, a more youth crew-leaning LP one. I mean, and also, by the time we were doing an LP, we're not just, like, a youth crew band. We're kind of more just, like, an in-the-middle-of-the-road hardcore band. Um, LP two, I wanted to go a little more melodic, but we didn't really, like, lean into it enough. So I feel like we didn't, like... Missed the mark kind of uh i'm still like like i still like some songs in that record but that comes out it's not like like as tight i can also like it's not not as tight it's not as like i don't feel people as feeling as passionate about us at when that comes out and um it also doesn't sell as well as the first one and uh By this time too I'm also kind of noticing Some friends Like That like our unit Our clique Is like Like Some of the people in it Are not as into hardcore As they used to be So I'm kind of noticing that And then in like 2018 Like a lot of like Our like Like our straight edge homies Around us Like they sell out And are like Kind of getting out of hardcore Some of them are sticking in it And um We come We do this one weekend and uh it was like around an edge day in 2018 in Boston and uh other than one gig the weekend's like pretty shot and we play like a hometown show and like no one comes and I was like yo I think it's like time to like hang this up and we only we I think we would have done it a little bit sooner that year but um uh, we had we had scheduled to play the Alone in a Crowd reunion in Philly uh, that Joe Hardcore had set up for us, and, and Joe always put us on really cool shows. So I was like, well, I was like, I don't want that to be our last show because it's not in Richmond. So I was like, all right, we'll do that and we'll set up a hometown show, and you know we we did that. And then like you know early twenty uh, early twenty nineteen we break up, and um, I try out a few things in this time period. I. Uh, Wait a second. I feel like I did. I don't actually. I'm trying to remember when. Hmm. No, I think the Edge Day show in Boston would have been 2017, and I did an Edge Day show in Richmond, 2018. That should have been our last show, but uh, I we had our, we had this Philly show scheduled with with Joe Hardcore, so I, I didn't wanna I didn't wanna make that our last one. Uh, but anyway, I uh, we announced we were breaking up at Richmond Edge Day that year. 2019 comes in and i'm kind of in a transitional place in my life um a lot of my friends are selling out uh and i've been like with this like straight edge click for like, a long time um i just kind of had come out like a, a relationship i was in had just ended and uh like you know i'm like ah this band i had a lot of identity with is stopping and this friend group that i have a lot of identity with is also kind of like going in different directions and your relationship my, relationship's over. Um, we uh, just want to let you know that we're closing up. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you want to do? Like, you know, like uh, can we do five minutes by any chance?
0: Or five minutes. Yeah. Five minutes just five minutes. Okay. Yeah.
1: Right. Well, it's like, it's twenty nineteen. I can I can speed it up. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we. Uh, I'm in a weird spot. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm in a weird spot. I like. I, 2019 was like a rough year honestly for me I started I started a new band someone there called Neuromancer um that would have been cool actually it was cool we only played like three shows but like it never really like hit um it was kind of like integrity like style um we had some cool imagery and like um it was like integrity meets like kind of like some Japanese hardcore like Japanese stuff like Bastard or Deathside um but uh you know we only to like three gigs and and you know like it's the guys in it Just didn't really Want to do it anymore And um, somewhere in there I had done A Misfit set A uh, cover set Like full outfit And shit <laughs> And I was like Singing Like Glenn And people that I knew From hardcore were like You can sing And I was like Oh yeah And they were like Why don't you do a band Where you sing And I was like Oh Well I can maybe do that But I wouldn't want it To sound like Misfits I'd want it to sound like Only Living Witness Or like Life of yeah. Um, And so like I like Kind of like I hit up this guy that was in this band called Holy Land uh, that was called Spirit Animal at one point in time, and uh, he was a really good, interesting musician, but not really a hardcore guy. He's like more of like a metal guy, more of like an experimental music guy. And I was like, would you want to do a band? And because I saw him at the last Breakaway show, and I hadn't seen him in a long time, and he asked me some questions and stuff, and like was like, you know what, okay, I'm down. So I got him, I hit up the dude that was in Fire and Ice and down to nothing, uh, Groder, who like, he's also in Brace War, they weren't doing as much. And I was like, hey man, do you wanna like, do a band where you get to like, kind of like, just do whatever you want on guitar? And he was like, yeah, I do. And I hit up my, my bro, uh, Eric from Breakaway, that was in Breakaway with me, he lives in Brooklyn. Uh, and then our, our man JD, who was drumming, he, he had filled in for Naysayer a few times and it had been this band Lost Souls with Cheddar. And he, uh, he was just filled, finished college. And I was like, you got anything going on? He was like, no. So we started Mutually Assured Destruction. That's in May, we start practicing in May of 2019, and the demo is out in July of 2019. And we get hit up immediately immediately by Joe Hardcore. And he was like, do you want to play the pre-show for This is Hardcore? So that was our first show. So our first show wasn't even in Richmond, it was in Philly. Um, we do that, and uh, the momentum's good. Like, you know, we're starting off cool, like not even like seven months later, we have the 10 inch out on, on Edgewood who was like my friends had been like running this label Edgewood um, that was doing like blind justice, dead heat, like uh, a bunch of other stuff. Um, Like doing a really, a really good job. And uh, I always wanted to have a a record out on them. So they, we come out with that record and uh, then, you know, like we had done, we were doing like a weekend with like incendiary and like, we're like, People that I met Through doing Breakaway Like we're getting Like some good opportunities We like played like Some crazy shows Up to this point And then uh, Our last shows with Terror In North Carolina and restraining order And then the world stops We just come out With a record And uh, it really hurt The momentum But um, Over the pandemic You know I'm working I I had worked at uh, UPS Freight Right out of college Yeah You know And I was just working For corporate for them Started on customer service And worked my way up to Data analytics I'm terrible at math Uh So I don't know How the fuck I got that job But Yo To be be straight up I'm like Yo When we like Started working from home From the pandemic I was able to kind of Fake it When I was at the office That I knew what I was doing When I got home though And started working from home I was like Oh yo They're gonna figure out That I don't know How to do this at all So I was like I need to quit And so I After being there For like nine years Quit And got into Uh roofing repair sales Uh, because my cousin you know worked at this roofing firm that's what i still do now here in the bay um but uh i you know started doing that but you know i I, and somewhere in 2019 as well i started forum because when breakaway stopped i thought i wasn't going to do a band anymore and i was like oh i'm going to start this podcast um but i couldn't stay away I, i don't think i'll ever not be in a band so that's, that's kind of how, that's how MAD started. But I started Forum to kind of take the place of Breakaway. Yeah. Um, but I just ended up doing both MAD and Forum. And that was influenced by, um, uh, this podcast, the Bret Easton Ellis podcast, which is about film. But I wanted to do a version of that where he like interviews people in the film industry and television. I wanted to do a version of that, but for hardcore and metal and punk music. Um, and then, uh, so we do that. Um, with my friend Sam, that was in Breakaway with me, and uh, also it's kind of inspired by Inside the Actor Studio. It wasn't inspired by hardcore or mm. metal stuff. It was inspired by film shit, and I uh, just wanted to like kind of get down to the like, how did people get into hardcore? How did people get into metal? How did people get into punk? Like, what led you there? It was kind of like the 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 deal with it. And I'm about to hit episode 100 next week, um, so I'm a bit happy with that. But uh, yeah, no,
0: not, not to kiss your ass, but That's like. My my favorite hardcore. Podcast.
1: I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, well, it's serious. It's a little more serious than some of the other ones. It's,
0: yeah, it's what it's what you want from like from like. I don't want to talk about. You know, I'm not talking it's about. Like, it's and, an, it's a, it is you know. It, it's an
1: interview podcast that gets into the, kind of the serious nature of people's lives. Yeah. yeah. Other hardcore podcasts are like like it, it's like they're more fun by design. They're more like discussion. They're more like music. Yeah. yeah it's, this one's a little more about people focused So, yeah. um, there's I don't think there's a, too many out there that are that are. A, like super akin to it other than like yours and maybe a couple others. Yeah. Um, but uh, so during this time period, um, I'm just at home, you know, um, I started dating this girl in California uh, that we had met through mutual friends and um, she'd grown up around hardcore too, uh, but had moved up here from Southern California and, you know, a long time ago. And um, because flights were cheap during the pandemic and nobody was on planes, like I was able to fly here for like 200 bucks, like like round trip. Yeah. So I'm coming here all the time, hanging out with her. I'm able to work from my computer uh, and everything. And um, you know, uh, I you know become acquainted with the bay, and uh, you know, things open back up. And as things open back up pretty quickly, uh, like it was, we were at a spot we've been dating for almost like two years, where she was like, all right, like. Well, what's like, going to happen? She has like a, a really, she has a really like like strong career here in the Bay, and I had like what I refer to as a, a a nicely paying job for Richmond, but it's a job, not a career, in my opinion. So it was like, you know what, you've got a really good thing going. I had like uh, through government grants found a way to buy a house in Richmond um, right before the pandemic happened. So I was like, I'll keep my house here, I'll keep my room here, and as long as you're cool with me having my spot here and like my house that my homies live at with me and I'm able to kind of go back and forth a little bit I will come to the Bay and uh, so I'm still booking shows in Richmond and I'm still like doing like MAD with my with my bros in Richmond and stuff I'm still going back there all the time but I spend most of my time here in San Francisco area
0: it sounds like everything you lost uh, after Breakaway finished you gained that times two yeah you gained gained, uh, another band yep You gained a podcast. You gained podcast. A, a relationship that, I yeah. mean, hopefully it's... Best, I mean, like, yo, Hopefully now that's your relationship that's, that,
1: I'm hoping this is the last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to the great with yeah. you. Um, so it's like it's like stuff definitely worked out. I, I inherited another scene getting to be out here and like oh, yeah. becoming friends with the Tsunami people and, and stuff and um, hanging out with those guys a lot. So, like, that's cool, too. Um, we're going to... is going to come, you know... Uh, well, I'll, I'll say that right here at the end. Um, so... You know, I'm doing this, uh, I, out here and, and bouncing back and forth, and, you know, we come out with, you know, I, during lockdown, I, I had done a, a flea market in Richmond, because there was nothing else, you couldn't have shows. Yeah. So I got a bunch of labels to come and sell stuff that they had in stock, uh, and um, I was like, hey, like, uh, do you like, like, triple, Sam Triple B hit me up and was like, hey, can I come down and sell stuff? And I was like, yeah, sure. He comes down and I was like, I had a conversation with him after that and I was like, hey man, like, I, I've been friends with you for a long time. Uh, you know, I like your label a lot. Would you be down to do an MAD record? Because um, we were thinking, we, we we're kind of a tough band because it was like, do we go the metal direction or do we stick hardcore? Yeah. You know? And we ended up writing a metal record that came out on a hardcore label. Um, so, you know we do that super proud of ascension super proud of that record um, really happy that sam did it and we get to be associated with all these like sick bands you know like i'll think like, the best hardcore label to me right now of that type of hardcore and um you know lockdown rescinds and and we we just start gigging you know like not a ton but like you know because it's like we all work we all got stuff going on but uh you know
0: you guys are definitely active for, like, how, like, for what, for, you know, for based on what you're telling me. Yeah, you, yeah, like,
1: we're, like, you know, playing gigs and then forced, um, like, doing, like, weekends, uh, you know, like, around the East Coast. California. Uh, we did, yeah, we came out of California uh, in 2022. Yeah. Um, we're going to try to do California at least once a year, every year, forever, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I is for everything, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, my... I don't plan to ever stop doing it. Like, I want it to be the kind of band where it's, like, even if, like, say we don't play for, like, a bit or something like that, we can just, like, jump on stage somewhere and like, or just, like, set up a a hometown gig. Or because part of our people live in New York, one of our guys lives there, hit, like, a Vitus show, like, play, just, like, you know, just be able to just Just always play. play. You know, it's, like, we try to play something every other month right now. Like, this year, it's, like, we started out playing Disturbing the Peace with Trapped Under Ice, and like never end the game and end it and stuff. So we get to play some cool bands there. Month, March, this year we did uh, LDB. So we get to play a festival, play in front of a bunch of people, it's awesome. Played like a big tsunami show at home like a a week later. And then like we played Black and Blue in May. Uh, This summer we're not doing anything June, July, but then we got three California shows. With Uh, uh, Doomsday, right? Doomsday, Defective Chain, and another band is going to be announced. On that run as well My only, The only like hint I can give Is that they're playing Sound and Fury And that's why we can't announce them yet We have to wait until Sound and Fury announces their second run of bands oh. The hint I will give though Is that they're already on the first announcement They just asked us Search me They asked us to announce them after The second run, run oh, of yeah. bands on Sound and Fury So there's another California band That's coming with us on that run um. So if you look at the lineup You might be able to narrow it down yeah. I don't know But um So we're at You know Like we're gonna have another one of those And uh Yeah we're gonna do that We're working on new material Um So we're gonna do A 7 inch Um Not on Triple B But they have, Like he gave us the blessing To be like In between LPs We're cool for you to do this On another label So I uh I you know like friends band like like label might be a split release between tape and, and seven inch um, on another on another record label. Do you know a so, label? Uh, yeah, yeah, we got it. I don't want to announce oh, it yeah. yet because I don't I don't like like those. It's like the songs are air quotes written, okay, but they're not okay. tracked or anything yet. Okay, so yeah, I don't want to like yeah. Something, yeah. something could happen, you yeah. know. But um, uh, cool cool label. I'll say it's an East Coast label and a West Coast label. So okay. um something something out probably by the end of the year, three new songs, and uh, two of those will probably go towards whatever LP, LP two. Um, so we got some plans, uh, I'll say this right now, um, just because it's like, I, it, all, all, for all intents and purposes, it's good to go, but we're doing, uh, we're doing um, Europe at the beginning of next year, uh, like UK and mainland Europe, and then after this California run in August, um, we're going to do some stuff down south and around a particular event, uh, a metal event happening in Florida. So it, you know, maybe you can like, read between the lines there if <laughs> from down there. And then um, this one's going to be probably pretty easy. And then we're going to do some dates with a, a New York band at the end of the year. Around a metal-oriented event in Arkansas, that should be really easy to figure out. Um, Cause cause it's not active. Not, not a lot. Well, think about it like this: August, have a month break. Doing some stuff in October. Have a month break. Do some stuff in December. And then have like a you know I, yeah I guess it's just
0: band so like it's really in advance it has to be in advance. well
1: for us because yeah. I'm in he I'm here the other three guys are in Richmond and then one dude is in Brooklyn New, New. and he's in Combust and they're like really busy yeah. it's like we gotta like and also our drummer is a like a pro, he's a pro musician he's like a, a wedding drummer and wedding DJ so a lot of weekends he is like book the fuck up yeah. so I gotta tell him way ahead of time and be like. Please do not book anything this weekend And even still sometimes he's like Yo man like I can't I can't say no to like The money And so yeah. we, get, we gotta get a fill in sometimes like, He didn't play black and blue We had another guy play black and blue But um uh, You know so we got stuff planned out And um Yeah I love doing it It's like we're a I refer to us as like a heavy metal hardcore band So if you like heavy metal Like traditional heavy metal You'll fuck with MAD If you like hardcore you like mosh, Like you know, you'll fuck with MAD And, like, yo, like like I said earlier, and we can cap it off here so we can get out of this place so they can close. Yeah. Uh, yo, I'm a hardcore guy. Like, you're a hardcore guy. I want people dancing. You know, it's like we play metal gigs sometimes, and that shit rocks. But in my soul, I want to see people putting hurting on the dance floor. So it's like that's the kind of stuff that, like, I like to play and I like to be at. And, uh, you know, it's like... I'm always going to be like a hardcore dude. Eat. I swear, if MAD was playing stuff that sounded like, I don't know, like Iron Maiden, like a reference earlier, I'd still want to be playing like hardcore shows. Yeah. It's yeah. just the kind of energy I'm into.
0: That's um, what that's, uh, that's your home. Yeah, that's my home.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's my home, no
0: doubt. Uh, I mean, I could talk to you for another hour, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, they're, they're going to come and be
1: like, please, a, please leave. Yeah. yeah. But uh, right. that's good. That's my life.
0: Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah, I mean, hardcore. Hardcore, man. Yeah. yeah.